Hey everybody, this is Matt Ham. Thanks so much for tuning in to Wake Up Our Faith. We have a power-packed show today. The title, Faith That Costs You Nothing Is Worth Nothing. What does it mean to actually live out fearless faith? Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it. It's a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams rolling into this Wednesday. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, tuning in today. We're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Uh, we are also going to be broadcast uh, and recorded on our podcast, which is at iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, as well as Rumble, BitChute, and our Telegram channel. A lot of ways to get a hold of us. Uh, Kevin, happy day. Happy day to you. Happy week. Happy, happy, happy. Uh, Joe, thanks for being in the studio today producing. Uh, to those who are catching the show on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM here locally in our Tri-County area, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Kev, just a word of encouragement. I've had multiple people uh, mention to me this week that they're listening on uh, the radio, and we've had some folks start to reach out. And so just feel some good momentum and some encouragement. I just want to say thank you to those who are listening and getting in yes. touch and sharing out. It's huge for us. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Oh, you fearless ones. <laughs> That's right. That is right. That is our tribe. Um, so Kevo, man, uh, today, uh, we got a good title, um, that is very apropos and applicable to where we are, which all of our titles are, uh, but this week, especially, and it is faith that costs you nothing is worth nothing. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Your words. Drop You're... the mic. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Done with the show. This is the kitchen sink edition. <laughs> There's no form to it. Anybody who knows us, you know, knows sometimes the kitchen sink is required. Uh, just, uh, hey, I'm working on my adrenals. <laughs> Means I have to cut down on coffee. So I haven't had any really in about almost a week. Whoa. Uh, well, since... Thursday. Okay. Uh, and then I had some today, just so now, just for the show. <laughs> so now you're fired up, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got a diminishing return, but uh, it, uh, I did uh, get a little bit. Uh, it's weird, man. I've been, I've been through this before, and I'm sure you know how it feels, but it's a different thing at 55 to deal with letting your adrenals get to a point where they – it's like you, no matter what you do, you wake up and it is. There's just nothing. There's nothing. There's no kick. Mm. And uh, I tried to <clears throat> surf for the first time in a while Saturday, and I was just jelly, mm. jelly legs. Didn't have the energy. It takes a lot of quick burst energy, and uh, especially for the kind of surfing that I like. And uh, wow, it was crazy. I felt old for the first time. Not not everything was firing, but. It, it, just it just didn't have that mm. that adrenaline that energy. Well, so I said, "That's it," you know. <laughs> well, a I love adrenified Kevin, <laughs> or, or healthy yeah. adrenal Kevin. Yeah. And and B, you know what's interesting, man, is how many people are living out of a place of adrenal fatigue. They're completely exhausted, and they don't even know, and they're not yeah. even paying attention. Right. Like there's an awareness that you have about your own body, about your own spiritual presence, yeah. about your emotional presence. And you know you're very good at that. Going, hey man, you know, I've, right? I've, I've been I've been been sleeping lately, or hey, I'm extra tired, and yeah, you know, it's been a decade. So, but yeah, <laughs> it it it's time. But anyway, not to get all off into that. I think it's, uh, uh, you know, we're we're stepping into a time that, uh, um, 
I'll, I'll put it this way. Uh, you know a pendulum, mm. uh, it, it swings. Well, when it swings all the way to one side, it reaches that critical point where gravity begins to pull it back. Mm. So it, it's already swinging back, but you might not be able to see it yet, but it's swinging. And uh, it's swinging big and fast, and it's going to accelerate. And uh, this is not news. Um, if, if you're just seeing this, jump into it. But uh, I, I do want to say that, and uh, I want to talk about some of this stuff a little bit because we've talked about it in the past. And, uh, you know, we've been on the same boat for the past year mm-hmm. uh, and since the election, and nothing has changed in that regard to what we stand on and believe. And uh, now we're starting to see it a little bit. So I'm just glad. So that, that gives me a little adrenaline uh, not to, not to uh, change in, in belief. Uh, hopefully some people will jump back on board and instead of, you know, throwing rocks. But um, uh, I, I'm just excited to begin to see people starting to, to be encouraged. And I'm talking about our people. I'm not talking about the people who, you know, are just going to continue down this, pushing this big rock up the hill. Yeah. But uh, some much of this garbage uh, is starting to come to light now. And, uh, you know, again, we stand with our commander in chief. He hasn't gone anywhere and uh, he will be back. And I told you months ago, it won't be 2024. So that's stupid uh, for people that say that um, it's coming. And uh, I'm excited about it because uh, everything is going to be exposed. So not to get too deep into it, but I did want to say that again, just to be clear. Um, you know, this, this stuff's ridiculous. Yeah. And, uh, but it's finally starting to, it's starting to peek through a little bit. So, yay. You, you know what's great <laughs> about it is, is that th- this show title was birthed out of your book, uh, which the Lord spoke to you. Um, I guess it was probably, what, 2009 when he gave you this part, 2010. He said, wake up faith, right? Yeah. And so your Twitter handle <clears throat> was wake up my faith um, from 2000 and whatever, 8, 9, 10, all the way up until, mm-hmm. you know, it still exists. It's what we use. Um, but it's amazing that you know, the show title is wake up our faith. Our portable faith community is called wake up my faith. And now everybody in that camp is starting to talk about, oh, people are waking up. People yeah. are waking up. People yeah. are waking up. So just to say that is kind of a, you know, there always has to be a forerunner spirit that goes ahead sure. of where culture is. Yeah. And we see this in the Bible. You know, this is Old Testament, your Isaiah's, your Jeremiah's, these prophetic voices. You right. know, it's the, um, um, my man, um, why am I drawing? Oh, Elijah, you know, even further <laughs> back. And then yeah. it's John the Baptist, you know, right. and it's these guys. And so this spirit is always in our world, speaking of where God is going, right. and then you see God come into alignment with it. Yeah. And it's a powerful right. time for that when people begin to wake up to the reality that this is just how God works, right. and you can't change it. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it's, it's a privilege um, to, to follow him, and, and it's costly. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, so today's title is uh, it's really important to me personally, but it's important to our message, you know. And our our new tagline is "We are fearless," and uh, we're we're jumping into some big stuff with this. Uh, mm. We're, we're going to introduce some things here very shortly, um, but uh, that's uh, that's where we're coming from. And the kitchen sink. Yeah, we're not putting up with the crap anymore. We're not putting up with pretense and offense, and you know, just just. Get off it. If you got something to say, then call in and say it. 
it's good or bad. We're, we're here to listen. Uh, we don't. We're not going to sling mud too much, but uh, we will uh, answer questions honestly and with great clarity. Um, but we got stuff to do, and we've got some amazing people that God's brought into our lives, and, and we're connected, and a lot of good things going on. So this is a positive message, but it's also one that hopefully is challenging and, and convicting. Um, so it this has to cost you something, mm. you know. And I'm not talking about the, you know, this uh, what did they call it the the COVID fifteen or whatever yeah. pounds you. you I think we all got that. We need to get rid of it. Right. But uh, anyway, this is really important because what's ahead is Jubilee uh, found Jubilee it, it wide open. Lots of good things coming. And uh, many, many people are going to need everybody, anyone who is this type of believer, not a church decal on your car believer, but someone who truly walks in it and it has paid the price. Uh, we're going to have to to lead people and help them. We're not here to say, I told you so, (laughs) although there might be a few we say that to. (laughs) But we're going to be here to say, come on in, arms wide open. Yeah. All right? So that's the the reason for it. But uh, the theme underneath it all, and we're going to stick with this theme for for probably the rest of the year, that we are fearless. Mm. If you want that, come on over. Yeah. Well, you know, I I think that the... um, uh, it's it's funny to me because initially when you hear the idea that faith costs you something and it, it has that tendency if you're in a religious mindset or if you're in an old pattern kind of way uh-huh. it pings your spirit because you're like ooh I don't want to you know do that but there is no other type of faith any any other type of yeah, faith that's a good title too <laughs> is fabricated faith yeah it, it's fake faith it's counterfeit it's faith. And, you know, that that thing, I think coming to the realization that that's not even what faith is about, it's a counterfeit version of it, you know, and it's but the wild thing to me, Kev, is um, recognizing how polarized our culture is right now. Mm -hmm. The enemy is a master deceiver, you know, and he has infiltrated every aspect of our culture, every aspect of our society, our churches, and he has weaponized people against themselves. You know, and right. we had some through fo- fear. We yeah, through fear, exactly. We have some uh, good friends of ours, folks that are our family members, and we stand with them. And they went to speak last night at the school board um, against the idea of critical race and some of the stuff that they're yeah. proponing. Good. And we champion those folks. That's right. And and I and I personally felt led to be there just as a physical presence to hug these folks and mm-hmm. to say well, I'm with you. But when I got there, man, yeah. holy cow! It was like. Whoa! I mean, it was literally like <laughs> watching um, a Duke North Carolina basketball game. You know, talking about taking sides yeah. and just screaming at one another. Uh, turd tennis. Oh my God! Turd tennis. <laughs> Amen. And it's wild because um, th- this this concept of of calling good evil and calling evil good and how emotional yeah. people are. It, it it almost made me sick to my stomach when I left mm. because of the massive amount of pain that people are walking in yeah. that has influenced their emotions and their mindset right. to where they're not even seeing truth. Mm-hmm. They're completely weaponized by the enemy right. through that pain, and it causes yeah. this sense of division. And so we are at a we're at a cataclysmic time. I had a buddy of mine. He goes, "Man, I've been in my bubble way too long," <laughs> and he's like, "Cause he hadn't seen this." Yeah. And when you get out there and you see it, it's a whole different thing. So sorry, I don't want to go off on a tangent yeah. on that. Just recognizing that it is right. divided because of fear and because of pain. 
Yeah, well, it's divided only because uh, the small minority has been loud for a long time. And those of us who believe, uh, it's time to truly believe. It's not about uh, how you love people and, you know, who are offended. So you, you have to appease them. I'm sick of that. And, hmm. uh, you know, it, it's not about being right. It's just about the truth. And if you can't discern that, um, you got a problem. So, but the way to get there is to understand. We have to learn to listen. We have to develop our listening skills for God, to God, and our hunger for Him. Not our intelligence and good habits. Mm. This is not a willpower endeavor. You can't take it by willpower. So stop trying. Mm. And if you're afraid and you're living in fear, you got a major problem, and uh, you're dying. Mm. So what do you do with that? Well, you got, God gave you great value and purpose. So in order to live that out, there's only one direction that you can do that in. And, and so you don't have to uh, fix it all. This is what we teach people to do. It's really not rocket science, but it's, it matters because uh, it, it, it's, it's the only thing there is. Mm-hmm. If you, once you get past how, many, how much security you have and, and mammon, and uh, how many things you have that you have wrapped around you for your own security, well, are you really relying on God or not? Mm. And so, so you have to go to it. It doesn't mean you got to lose everything. It means you got to let go. And if God is not your, if you don't exercise your faith, if he's not your chief security, then, then he's not your God mm. because that's it. It's mm. a kind of an all-in. Or Now, uh, grace covers failure. Failure in behavior, failure, you know, these are things that we, we experience in life and, and failures and, and mistakes. We're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about pretense, uh, arrogance, uh, being offended. And, 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 you know, if you lost your golf club membership kind of Christianity, who gives a crap? Get up and, and stand up for something. We're at that time. So, so we've been doing this for over a year. Mm. And uh, now we're, we're, we're ready to, you know, um, invite people in who are in that critical uh, mass who have been on the fence. But their hearts are good. They want to jump in. We're saying, look, we're doing it. We're leading the way. So going and supporting is great. Standing up and talking is great. It's time for that. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to do that, you're going to be relegated uh, to that small minority who are going to look like idiots here pretty soon. Yeah. You know, it's interesting to me. One of the things that I really gathered um, is, I want to say this with uh, openness and graces, that the small minority, if you want to use that phraseology, right, there is a the great sense of unity that you feel, right? Like you recognize, like they are unified on these points, right? Mm-hmm. And they're standing together. Whereas I see the church or followers of Jesus very divided among issues. It's like they've they've chosen what they're going to, you know, mm-hmm. well, I'm for this, but I'm not for that. And so it's, it's almost like that house divided cannot stand. Right. It's like we have to recognize that unity and coming together under God's, right. you know, his, his fighting, his provision, mm-hmm. his leadership, uh, true surrendered faith yeah. is the only way that we can tackle this. Right. It, 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 it hasn't worked any other way. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so getting into this thing of has it cost you anything? I mean, 
you know, the, the favorite uh, verse there for me is, is where David asks that question, you know, Lord, don't, don't give me anything that, that, that doesn't have a cost to it. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it, too many people are, are either cheering on from a safe distance or they're just throwing rocks. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's fine. But uh, at some point you have to stop cheering and, and uh, you know, be cheered as well, but, but jump in. Where do you jump in? Where are you becoming fearless? If you don't, then you will always have a different God. We talked about this last time or a couple of shows ago. What you fear is what you worship. Yes. So you, you don't have a, uh, a right to call yourself a Christian and not be moving in this direction prayerfully. So there's grace, yes, but that's, that's about failure. It's not about your heart. It has to be all in. And that's what God's looking for. He's looking for something that looks like himself that he can fill and perpetuate his cause within it. If that's not you, then you're going to lose. It's that simple. If you don't believe that, then you don't believe what the Bible teaches. You know, uh, we had somebody, uh, I guess, comment a while back, you know, I I am not a fan of this governor here, and I I think most of the people in the state are not. But I don't care whether one is or, or they all are. We don't believe the guy's right. And, uh, you know, however we say it, we can be cynical. We can say whatever we want. We're not talking about condemning the guy's soul. We're just saying, look, he's caused a great harm to, to this community, to our state. And I believe that. I'm very convicted about it. Um, I guess we'll see, right? We'll see. And I feel like we'll see. I believe that. We're going to see it just like we're seeing this Fauci creep. Uh, revealed. I've been saying this for months and months. People are hailing him as a hero. He's not a hero. He's evil. So we're seeing that everywhere it is, it's being brought to light. God is just. I said this months and months ago. I'm not trying to say I told you so. I'm simply saying that uh, you don't get to have a foot in both camps. Hmm. Um, if you don't like what we're saying, that's, you know, I'm sorry. That's fine. Come on, do your own show. But if you do, Come on in. We got stuff to do. It's not about arguing politics. Um, God's arguing that for us. Mm. It's it's happening. But but the comment was something along the lines of, you know, he can jump in a lake and drown for all I care. Okay, well, people don't like some people, a few, some people laugh about it. But uh, to me, when we see our kids and what they've been through with these stupid masks that don't work, it, this thing's a plan. It's biowarfare. It's awful. It's not good. It was never good. And we're going to see that. But people who still push this crap and who still, it, it's like saying, uh, I heard somebody say, would you, would you get a, uh, if the government made you uh, take chemotherapy mm. because there's a chance sometime in your life you might get cancer, would you do it? Think about that, because that's what you're doing when you're jabbing yourself with this insanity that hasn't been tested. All right, so I don't want to get in the in the muck of it, but I'm just trying to make a point. You know, somebody I guess was was pretty uh, upset by that comment. Uh, you can jump in the lake and drown for all I care. You know, let's look in the Bible where 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 God talks about this same type of thing. I said it ghetto version. But uh, God uses drowning a lot, and he uses water a lot to drown out things. Um, who was saved uh, on the ark? Most, not most people. 
You know, most people drowned. God drowned that thing out. Um, <laughs> Jesus, we, the, the best one I love, uh, I pulled it up. But this is my favorite version of this. This is in the New Matthew Bible, which is a really, really special uh, version. This is Mark 9.42. But whoever hurts one of these little ones that believe in me, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea. So jump in the lake and drown. If you're hurting our children, if you're hurting our businesses and our welfare, you're not one of us. We don't like you. And yes, jump in the lake and drown. Millstone. If you're hurting our kids, you got a millstone around your neck already. So my thinking is, let's just wait and see. So, but you can throw rocks if you want. So that's, uh, that's just one, one thing. Here's the message version of that. I love this. This is in Luke, though. This is the Luke version in the message. He said to his disciples, hard trials and temptations are bound to come, but too bad for whoever brings them on. Better to wear a concrete vest and take a swim with the fishes than give even one of these dear little ones a hard time. You ever seen a kid wearing a mask and choking? I've seen it. Mm. It's crap. And anybody who pushes that on us and, and tries to take away our freedom is not from God. So, Roy Cooper, jump in the lake and drown for all I care. I hope your soul is saved, but I'm not going to back off of that. It's because some pretentious person doesn't like it. It's, that's, that's, just, that's my belief. I'm not putting that on you. But we stand together. All right, so now back to are you fearless or not? Does it cost you something or not? Do you want someone who speaks truth, even if they're wrong some? Do you want that, or do you want somebody who appeases? So that, that's kind of where we need to get back to. I just well, wanted to say that. Fire away, man. That was good. Um, I, I, here, that was actually the Jersey version of the Bible, by the way. <laughs> yeah. said, that was Joe's back there going, swim with the fishes. I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> you and Jimmy Hoffa. That's right. So, so the interesting piece about this that I, and I want to get to this idea of faith that costs you nothing and, and, and go there, but I want to say this before we do, is the trouble is people don't even know who Jesus is or was. They don't understand who he is or was. They, they don't go to those passages right. like that where he said, it's better for a millstone to be cast around your neck, be cast into yeah. the sea and drown. They don't go to the passages. They don't know it's in there. Exactly. Where he looks at the Pharisees, the religious people, and says, you brood of vipers. Right. You whitewashed tombs. That's right. Are you so dull? Arrogance. They, they, they overlook those parts of Jesus, and they make him out to be the doormat. Yeah. Right? Well, Jesus was just love, love, love. If he loved everybody the way you say love is, he would never have been crucified. Right. Ever, period, end of story. Yeah. He was, a, he was called a blasphemer. He was killed for it by Rome and his own people, both. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but Jesus is casting out demons, sending them into pigs, and where are they going? They're drowning. Yep, they're drowning. Uh, the enemy goes out of a man and seeks arid places to find rest. Why? Because the living water of Jesus will drown them. Yes. Uh, our sins are cast into the ocean, drowned. They're, they're you know, Drowning, it's for the enemy. So if you're engaging that for a dollar or for favor with some big drug company or China or whoever, and you're hurting our, 
country and our, our citizens and our children, then, you know, this is terrible. Mm. And if you don't stand up for that, if you don't know this, then learn. If you have learned and you're afraid, then, then jump in. That's Jesus. Jesus was it uh, <laughs> no wuss yes. in Jesus. And, you know, we've talked about that many times. It's not about beating people up. It's saying we're moving forward. We're going to lead. We are fearless. Are you coming? And if you don't want to, that's fine. But quit throwing rocks from, from, from the, the, the peanut gallery in the back. You know, I'm just sick of it. Not listening to it anymore. Anyway, but things are changing. And those who want to be fearless, uh, who want to step into what God's up to, it's crazy cool. I mean, there's some great things coming. Mm-hmm. Not just the landscape, but the freedom to live out your identity for the first time in the history of the world. Mm. It hasn't, it, it, this thing's going to be wiped out. These idiots, these people that, that are in charge of money in the world, it's coming. I believe that. Um, I, uh, I saw one other thing I wanted to read real quick. It was, uh, it was, uh, somebody had posted this, um, it looked like it was a repost from a, a Twitter but I love this. This is great. Just just listen to this. Uh, HR1 is dead. Vaccine passports are dead. Mask mandates are dead. Packing the courts, dead. Uh, D.C. becoming a state is dead. Fauci's credibility is dead. The MSM's credibility is dead. Hollywood is dead. Big Pharma is being exposed. The Democratic Party is crumbling. Uh, The Biden administration is falling off a cliff. The Great Reset is hanging by a thread. The rats and the traitors are exposed and eating each other alive. Irrefutable evidence going public that China committed multiple acts of war on the United States in 2020. Audits are steamrolling. Parents are pissed. We were talking about that earlier. You guys were. Patriots are taking action. Other countries are following our lead. The entire world is breaking the matrix. Welcome to the Great Awakening. And for a Christian, that just means come on in because God loves you and it's, it, the water's good. There's, the future's good. But if you don't like it and are offended by it, um, you're in tough shape. So I wanted to read that today. Yeah. Just uh, I thought that really, <laughs> they just said it. Yeah. And it's happening. Well, when your heart is centered enough and you're not concerned about proving points or agenda and you can see things for the way they are, you just yeah. see the shift happening. Yeah. And, you know, the Pharisees did not see Jesus shift. They did not jump on board. You know, Nicodemus kind of applauded from a distance. He knew what was going on, but he never jumped in. You know, th- this is this is what's happening. It's a, right. it's a modern-day version of that. So yep. um, we are just finishing up the first segment here of Wake Up Our Faith, guys. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're back for a second segment right after this. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to Wake Up Our Faith. We appreciate you guys jumping on and listening. You can connect with us on the web, uprint.life, Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E. Want to recognize our corporate partners for helping make this show possible. These are some folks in our community that do amazing things. Uh, we support them in their endeavors, and they support uh, us in helping bring this show forth. One of those is Dr. Greg Veeman of Seacoast Skin Surgery. Uh, Dr. V and his team are one of the most recognized uh, skin surgeons in the United States, and they're right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. He has a great ministry on the web, everlastingstrength.org. Thanks, Dr. V and the team at Seacoast Skin Surgery. 
Century 21 Swarrier and Associates is a family-owned and operated Century 21 agency with more than 35 years of experience. Uh, the Carolina's largest, most successful Century 21 agency. If you're looking to get into the real estate business, they have a great training program. If you need to buy or sell a home in this crazy market, give them a call, 910-256-0021. Also, Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington on the web, ptservicesofwilmington.com, family-owned and operated since 1983. Multiple locations here in the Wilmington area. Give them a call for any physical therapy needs, 910-763-8286. If you're buying a new home or if it's time to revisit your home and auto insurance needs, give TJ Dunn with Sheely Insurance Group a call. Sheely Insurance is an independent agency, which means TJ can quote and compare a variety of companies to make sure you get the right coverage at the right price. There's no charge to review your policy or get a quote. You can visit them on the web, SheelyInsurance.com, or give TJ a call, 910-408-0300. Dr. Chad Biggerstaff and his team at Blue Wave Dentistry offer comprehensive personal dental care. Located at the entrance to Brunswick Forest, they have a great team there. If you need a checkup or you're looking to switch your dentist, uh, go check out Dr. Chad Biggerstaff and Blue Wave Dentistry. BlueWaveDentistry.com on the web, 910-383-2615. Freeman Landscaping is the largest privately owned, uh, family owned and operated uh, landscaping and irrigation firm uh, in eastern North Carolina, residential and commercial, 910-796-1166. Uh, Rising Tide Real Estate Team out of the Intercoastal Office is a full-service real estate organization representing buyers and sellers. Uh, they finished in the top five in the Wilmington market for 2020, one of the premier teams here in the area, 910-620-7177. Also, our good friend Christopher Riley and his team at Cap Trust Wilmington. They're in the business of enriching the lives of their clients and families through sound financial advice, offering integrity and commitment to excellence along the way. 910-256-8882. Many thanks to all of our corporate partners. Now back to Wake Up Our Faith. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams in studio today. Many thanks to Joe Catanacci producing. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and listening, kicking off the second half of the show today. A um, lot, lot of good stuff today, a lot of stuff to chew on. And uh, as Kevin mentioned in the first segment, if you guys want to call into the show, you can do that, 910-805-8330. Um, we're happy to take any questions, uh, any testimonies, anything going on like that. Thank you all for listening. Uh, today's topic and title is Faith That Costs You Nothing Is Worth Nothing. And uh, we're taking a pretty bold stance on, on where, we, where we are and what we believe and uh, the, the, the reality that cheap faith is not faith at all. There's no discounted version. There's no coupons when it comes to faith. <laughs> You're all in, right? It's everything right. you have. It's, it's Kev, one of the things you've always said is that Jesus was not partially crucified, and uh, so we can't partially give our lives to him or for him. That's right. So, yep. All right. Well, let's talk. <laughs> Got all the all the gunk out, uh, cleaned it out. Um, let's talk about the idea of uh, how to become fearless uh, if you're not. And we've talked about this a little bit uh, from a few shows, but let's let's add to it and and at the same time realize that this is the cost that you have to pay. You don't get to uh, just have it for free. Your salvation was a free gift. God made you priceless. <laughs> now that he did that, um, 
it's a diminishing uh, value if you don't use it and honor him with it. So you have a call on your life. God gave that to you by what he paid for you. Um, that's your value. So the problem is people don't understand their value. So they hedge their bets through fear, and then they go down these paths that are a near miss or off a little bit. And 10 years down the road, it, it's, it's all about something other than God. And um, <clears throat> unless it costs you something, you can't get back to it on your own. You see, so, so you have to learn to rely upon God. He's gentle, but you have to learn that. And, uh, you know, the greatest blessing of my life was learning that, mm. the hardest, most greasy spot in the road way. And I'm, I'm grateful. Um, so anyway, we want to talk about what does that look like in a continued conversation? What does it, how do you become fearless? Or as you might put it in your text uh, to me earlier, or, or I think today or yesterday, we were talking about, or you said this morning, I wanted to talk about uh, spiritual warfare a little bit mm-hmm. uh, in that, in terms of this. So, so let's talk through that. Yeah. You know, what, what can you do for those who are listening? Right. I, you know, the, the, there is an awakening moment where we realize that the life we are living is not the physical scene life that we have. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who are just conditioned and kind of indoctrinated to just the hamster wheel version of life and faith. Yeah. And so but, but we're not even addressing that. We're saying once you have realized and recognized that the life we live is the unseen life, it's right. a spiritual endeavor, yep. and that the enemy is actively waging war to keep you distracted, discouraged, mm-hmm. and unproductive. Yep. That is where it begins. But right. everything then, therefore, is a spiritual matter. And so when you right. see somebody who is weaponized in their agenda, mm-hmm. regardless of what side they're on, right, mm-hmm. they might be promoting something we would agree with. They might be promoting something we disagree with. Sure. But it's coming from a place mm-hmm. of pain, and rejection, and so they're living it out right. in a way that's not honoring to God. Yeah, and that's where most people, uh, if if you go back to what we we're talking about earlier, uh, the 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 loud craziness that we're seeing, where this, this stuff's satanic. <laughs> this whatever, what's it called? Awoke? Mm. Ridiculous! It's satanic. It's not from God. All this crap we've seen um, on all levels. Uh, so. But there's a whole lot of people who want truth, who want what's right, who don't know their own value, who struggle. Those are the ones that if you were looking out of the, of the ark, if you're on, on the ark with Noah and you were looking out or Jesus was looking out and weeping, those are the ones that he, he would be after. Mm. And those are the ones that we're after. And... Our arms are wide open, just like his. So this is not about condemnation. It's not about arguing. It's about standing up for something. And if if you don't do that, um, then then you're in trouble. Mm. But look look at people who are. So anyway, we talked about um, you know this idea of people throwing around accusations or false testimony. I like to call it. Mm people saying, well, you can't say that, or how dare you say that kind of thing. And the difference between that and, and looking at the fruit, mm-hmm. 
because we, we are called. I'm so sick of hearing, don't judge. That's, that's a blanket statement. It's not true. God tells us, judge by the fruit. Now, we're not judging people's souls. We're saying, look, we got, our days are precious here on earth. We got air in our lungs. We have work to do. Our work is from him for them. Mm-hmm. So they don't, you know, they just, they don't understand. But, but somebody's got to lead in that um, and set the example. Yeah. So it's not about arguing. It's about saying, I'm going to lead out of the stress rather than join you in it. Will yeah. you follow? And the ones who know truth or who have one seed of courage will begin to do that. Why not? Because we're saying it, but because they're sick of it. Mm. They're sick of being talked down to by 2% of the world who are just satanic. Yeah. And God's been waiting on this mm. patiently. It's time. So the vast majority of people are ready, and they're coming slowly, and they're coming, but it's starting to speed up. So the other side of that is the pendulum is swinging back. Look at it. Once it hits critical mass, it's wide open to you. So be encouraged. But what what are those steps that we need to look at? So so I think the, uh, I know I'm talking a lot, but the the idea is what is judgment by the fruit? Mm. And, and, and it's not wrong to say things that you can see going on, that you feel like God's given you, that you see that are backed up by Scripture. Yeah. Here's an example. And, and, and again, take it if you want to. And if it's not yeah. applicable, we can leave mm-hmm. it. So last night when I was at the school board meeting, right, of course, standing with our brother who was speaking, mm-hmm. I felt compelled once I got there to just pray. And so that's all I did. I walked and I prayed. I didn't mm-hmm. grab a microphone. I wasn't. You know, this isn't about sides for me. It was about being there for my brother and praying. Yeah. And I was trying to walk to where my friend was, and there was a group of um, activists standing there, and they intentionally moved in front of me and stuck a sign in my face, and they said to me, white supremacists are not allowed past this point. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I was in a moment where what I knew was that was that spirit of accusation. Right. Yeah, it was just right. it was calling me a white supremacist, I uh-huh. guess because I'm a white guy. I didn't have a sign. I hadn't said a word. I didn't say anything. Yeah. And I just simply said, excuse me, I'm going to see a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And they continued to bow up. And I and I looked them in the face and I said, why do you think I am against you? Mm-hmm. Who are you to assume that I'm against you? And they immediately go, we're not here for confrontation. And I said, <laughs> you just jumped in front of me and stuck a sign up. And I, I said, what's your name? And the person said their name, and I said, my name's Matt. I said, I'll walk around. And I just walked around. Mm -hmm. So in a situation like that, that Mm -hmm. is a highly spiritual situation in my perspective. It's attacking this thing in me, Mm -hmm. right, that is the approval of man, right, and what people think about you. And it's attacking a stronghold in my past to want to be the friend to people. And so immediately what I wanted to do is defend myself and go, well, this is why I'm not a white supremacist. Do you see the fruit or whatever? So, again, that's a <laughs> laughable. That's a hyper-polarized moment. Yeah. But that's happening everywhere, man. It's, it's social media. It's all over the place. And so my contention is it's been happening. Yes. And it's over. Yes. And you have to wait for the pendulum to swing, to swing back across the middle before you see it hit critical mass. But it's happening. And uh, the people that... The world is called freaks and weirdos and, and put down. These are heroes. Flynn, Lynn Wood. Uh, you, you could, we could name a bunch of them. But us. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're just little guys here. And uh, my wife is a hero. 
um, you know, it, it, it doesn't, we're not trying to be heroic. We're just saying, look, I can't do it. I have to stand up for what's right. That's what you did. But you did it in the way that Jesus would do it. Jesus wasn't some mamby-pamby 35-year-old, you know, who doesn't even know what it's like to get your hands dirty or to lose something. That makes me sick, and I'm sick of hearing from those people who don't know what it's like to really have to rely upon Jesus. And you go from that point in your life onward, and you don't get a, you, if you don't reconcile that, you're lost, and your kids are lost, and their generations. That's what we're dealing with. God's had enough of it, mm. and he's changing it. But he's taking people like you and me, who are in different age groups, and leading we're leading by example. So, but the difference is you're not joining them in their stress. Mm. You're walking in and bringing light. You're mm. not being a doormat. Your name's Matt, but it doesn't mean doormat. It means welcome sign over the door. It means you can't hurt me. You don't have any power over me. I'm going this way. And are you going to come with me? You're welcome to. We got stuff to do. Do you know God values you and made you? But if they're not listening, then they become swine, and these become your pearls. And God says, do not do that. Right, that's the dust your feet off. Yes, get on with the, those who are hungry and listening. And there's masses amounts of them people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sound like a country boy. Them people. Yeah, those people. <laughs> that was Jacksonville coming out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me tell you, good things come out of Jacksonville, Florida. Hallelujah. Ron DeSantis, Tim Tebow, and Kevin Adams. So yes, you, yeah. <laughs> look, Joe, Joe popped up behind the glass and he goes, yes. <laughs> and I was born before both of those guys, by the way. Amen. I, I'm kidding. I, I, listen, but what you did, that's heroic to me because that's where we are. You can't sit back anymore. And that's been the problem. So taking a stand doesn't look like how they do it. Yes, we have to speak up, but it's taking the high road. It's bringing Jesus into the scenario. But look, this is the Lion of Judah, mm. not the pussycat of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> some little pink, weird, you know, stardust thing. It's garbage, it, right? We, we could do that all day long, but this is our king, and he wasn't afraid. He was fearless. Why? Because God says he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. So if you have fear, mm-hmm. it... it you, then you have to step into it. Mm. You have to take one step in the right direction. And when you do that, God will meet you there. He'll give you the words. And that's what happened, right? It doesn't mean that these people come on board. Those idiots won't come on board. Mm-hmm. But it's not even them. This is, this is evil from huge architecture yeah. for years and years, big money, just just evil. Yeah, well, that, that's what I felt so strongly in that moment is how weaponized these folks um, had been and how much pain they had. And so here, here's what I got a picture yeah. of. I got a picture of a spineless, sleeping church Yes, for years yeah. that did not pour into these kids, that held the hypocritical stance right. of I'm going to preach the word and not live it. And so yeah. they, they saw that mm-hmm. and even were harmed by that. Right. And so, of course, they don't know God because the only way they've had to experience him right. is through a church that is a counterfeit version of what right. God is. Yeah. And so when you see that it's the enemy who's waging war against mm-hmm. the human race, right. 
right. not a race of people. The enemy is waging war against the human race because he hates all of us. Right. And if he can keep you enslaved to this mentality and get you to fight with people, gosh. Well, well, the, the enemy hates God. Amen. And what's God's favorite thing? Us. Amen. How do we know that? He paid everything for us. He, yep, so you, you get on with that. You want to hurt somebody, you hurt their kids. Amen. Which is exactly what uh, th- these evil people have done. And we're going to see it on a colossal scale, but all the way in our front door, uh, we're seeing it. And so if you have kids, guess what? We're trying to change things. We're not trying to. We are changing things. This is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing everything. And what we're about to do, which we'll get into soon, but we're going to change education wherever we can. We're going to create a new platform. We're doing a lot of neat things, and a lot of people are. These are the heroes, mm-hmm. but they're not swayed or arguing with these guys. It doesn't. I don't call me whatever you want. Um, like I say, I don't care what people think of me. Um, pretty much, I don't. But I always care how I leave them feeling. Mm, that's so a good point. when you go into a room acting like Jesus doesn't mean it means firm. You don't have to negotiate who you are with them. It's not an argument. You're God's child. So once you get a revelation of that, and that's but you have to show people that. You have to go first and show them. And uh, because it takes a while to believe it. It yeah. takes people seeing you do it. And, and you have to treat them the way Jesus would. But it's not sappy, right? It's firm. It has a gentle delivery. You don't, you don't get caught off guard by it. Right. They don't have the power to sway you with these stupid low-level arguments. Yeah. I mean, these people are insane. Well, you know, the, the, there's a key thing here in this that it reminds me of something that my, I think my grandmother taught my mother. My mom always said it. Or my dad. It was my dad and my grandma. I said, argue with a fool, and an onlooker can't tell the difference. And I, there's, there's yeah. something powerful Amen. in that, right? It's, yeah. Like you said, you don't stand there and argue with a brick wall. Right. You just say, I'm going in this direction. Right? That's right. I, I love you. I'm going in this direction. Yes. And that that is how we can stand for social issues, mm-hmm. but not get caught in the mire of arguing points and degrading people. Right. And man, what lack of self-control is there among the people today for just getting yeah. in that mess? Well, in order to know the direction you need to go, you have to dream with God. You right. have to understand he'll uncover the desires of your heart and you have to take begin to take steps in that direction if you're afraid to do that or if you're taking forever to get on with it Mm. then you're wasting your life and 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 all we're saying is precious soul do you know how much god loves you because we know and if you care less about your own spiritual war or or, or heart Mm -hmm. uh, than than we do then there's a problem so we're trying to lead by example and help but look there's a difference between throwing around made up garbage where there's no fruit Mm. it's false testimony versus calling out evil for what it is right we see fruit you can see it it it, you know people sometimes don't like the idea of we we get on the big church you know that what they've done is they've tried to market their way through this and it doesn't work it it has a diminishing returns and it has finally hit critical mass so we're not saying church gathering we're saying Bureaucracy, yes. marketing, programs, experts. Yeah. There are no experts. God is the expert. Mm. Get to know him. Let it cost you something. Step into your faith. Those are the heroes. Those yeah. are the people I want to be around. And so that's all we're doing. And uh, it, it's high time for that. So anyway, when you, when you take that model and, and let it fall down, what you see is it hasn't worked. 
you can say all you want to. Well, you know, I go to this place and it's a good place. I hope it is. But if the divorce rate isn't changed, if people aren't being changed in their lives and they're discipled, truly discipled, if a drug problem remains, it ain't working. Mm. People need God first, and they need to have value through them. His will passes through them, and it always helps other people, and it satisfies their soul. That's what we're, this is about. So, so when you look at calling out, based on judgment by fruit. You yeah. see bad, rotten fruit. Guess what? These people are drunk off that fermented fruit. All we're doing is calling it out for what it is. Yeah. And if you don't like it, then don't listen. Like you said, they, everybody lumps it all into one thing called judgment. And, yes. And the Bible itself, right. it, it says, do not judge, or with the judgment you use, you will be judged. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So it doesn't refuse you yes. judging because it says trees will be judged by their fruit. Yes. So there is an element where we stand up for truth. Yes. And we stand up, and, and it, but you can't call it judgment. It, it is, right. it, it, you, you've, you've made a mockery we have of fruit. what God says. We have a big basket of fruit, and that's the only real value our lives are about. So look at the fruit yeah. before you start throwing that stuff around. And then look look at the fruit outside. Look at our culture. Look at these huge conglomerates. Look at these, this, this craziness in the world. This is fruit, mm-hmm. and we do need to make judgments about it. We have Every time you make a choice, make uh, a judgment. there is a form of judgment, so get yeah. over it. And quit making up crap and joining the, you know, the idiots. Uh, their days are numbered. <laughs> Real quick here, your buddy, uh, Chris Green, just popped on. He said, tell him, Kevo. Amen. <laughs> Let it cost you something. Thank you guys for being bold like Jesus. <laughs> so, Chris, we see that, brother. Many thanks. And that's an old friend of yours. Yes. For many, many years. I love you, Chris. Thank you, man. Thanks, bro. Um, so we've got, uh, what, about seven minutes left, I guess, uh, to wrap up today. Um this idea, we've, we've, we've tapped into so much stuff today. Like you said, kind of kitchen sink, but just a, yeah. a, a fearless heart. <laughs> no structure. Let's, let's close up the contact or the, con, the conversation today with this idea of fearlessness because um, that, people have to recognize they're living in fear. Fear never produces good fruit. And if you think right. it does, you've been deceived. So you have to begin waking up to living fearlessly. So let's leave people with kind of an actionable Let's take a step against fear today, and let's move in this direction. Yeah. Well, think about this. Um, you know, if you're living in fear, it doesn't mean you have a bad heart. It just means your heart is beating itself to death, mm. pining away for something it, 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 that's always out of reach. Mm. It, and when you let go and walk into the posture and the authority that God's given you, in Jesus, you're free, and you can live that way. So I think one of the things I wanted to wrap up with, and it ties in, is this is the difference between, what do we hear all the time? Pray about it, pray about it, pray about it, pray about it. And that's not bad. It's not a bad thing. But, but it, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it, doesn't, it, it has to have an end to it. So when you look at the... the uh, statements in scripture what, what you see is ask seek knock it always has a will on the other side of it mm-hmm. there's a definitive here god makes promises to us they're not suggestions so when you when he says whatever you ask for in prayer believe that you have received it mm. most people leave out the believe part they ask 
but they but they don't ask with belief. Believing. So my contention is pray about it with conviction and childlike expectation on God, not people, or the how or the how long. Mm. Let go of your will. Get excited about what he's doing and what he has for you. And the rest will begin to be uncovered through the desires of your heart. So the difference is, let's talk about briefly the difference between praying about it and believing about it. Mm. What does it mean to believe? If you can step into that, then you become childlike. That's what Jesus was saying. He's, he's presenting this model to us of sonship. We, we need to step into that. So don't just pray about it. I get tired of hearing people say that to me. Well, I'm going to pray about it. And, you know, a year later, I'm still praying about it. Okay. <laughs> what do you get believe up, about it? <laughs> get up off your knees and go. Mm. Now, I'm not saying don't pray. But he says make your petition. But he also says, he, he says I already know what it is. Right. So... What we need to do is learn to believe. And what we're believing isn't I'm manufacturing a Cadillac in my driveway. What we're believing is, Lord, my future is fantastic, and I can't wait to step into it. Here's the things I know that you put in my heart. Show me more, and I know that you will. Thank you, God. That happens when you step into it. And all I can say is, is there's fruit in my life to look back on. That's why I'm so convicted about it. You know, the interesting thing about this concept is it ties into the, con- the, the thing of fearlessness. <clears throat> Ultimately, what fear is, it's something you believe in, mm-hmm. right? Right. So you're choosing to believe mm-hmm. something. Like you're afraid of dying or you're afraid of illness or you're afraid of a situation because you go you to pay this, homage to it you worship it and you go to this place in your mind that oh my gosh i'm gonna go broke oh my gosh this is gonna That's happen right. oh my gosh so you're actually engaging the thing jesus told you to engage but you're engaging it toward fear instead of engaging it towards his goodness. Right. Does that make sense, is, is what I'm saying there? Well, that's what our whole show was about two weeks ago. Was uh, I mean, you're putting it a different way, which is great. We need more angles and more, more viewpoints. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're paying homage to the barking dog behind the fence and it scares you every time you walk by it, then you'll never get over it. You'll never get past it. But, but someone who, who eventually says, okay, that has no power over me, and the dog stops barking at some point because it doesn't work anymore. Mm. So you want to you want to have a spiritual warfare. What did Jesus say? Basically, ignore the enemy. You don't need to fight with him. You don't need to anoint the walls and and do a bunch of stuff. You need to get on with what God's telling you to do and focus on Him and get excited about it. That's the best spiritual warfare there is. You're not waiting on glory clouds and all this stuff. That's fantastic. I believe in that, and I've seen healings, but I'm not here to try to seek those things out. We're here to disciple people because it's the one thing that hasn't been done for centuries mm. and it, because it takes too much time and effort mm. to love people. That's what we see in Scripture. Yeah. And that's what's called for right now. But being fearless is, is, is a part of that. It doesn't mean you have to have no fear ever creeping around. You know, when you're in the tent, the lions are creeping around. There, there's moments of it. But, but it's not the mode of your life. Right. The more you step into it, the more God will give you the confidence. But it's childlike, bride-like, and friend-like. That's how he sees us. But we had to kind of fly up to heaven, if you will, get his perspective, and look back down on this place and see what he sees. When you can do that, then fear subsides. The little dog has no power over you. These idiots have no power to say anything to you. When someone puts a sign in your face, you act like Jesus. 
You act firm. You're confident. You're gentle delivery. And then you're leading in a joyful direction. And if they don't follow, they don't follow. But somebody is. Yeah. Somebody's watching. <clears throat> well, those are the people we're after. Right. And, and those are the people that will change the world. Exactly. 100%. Yes. Because that's what we have precedent in with the fishermen and the, you know, the zealots and the tax collectors right. that follow Jesus around. Yeah. The prostitutes and all that. Yeah, that's amen. who changed the world. So <laughs> it's a new season for that type of spirit to rise up. Yep. So if you are that spirit, if you are that world changer thing, that's the only way it can happen. Jesus said, only believe. And just let that sink in. That's your road to fearlessness. Only believe, you know, be yeah. like a child. It's a good, it's good. <laughs> Amen. It's so good. Well, dude, thank you so much, Kev, today. Thank you for leading. Uh, thank you for kind of forerunning and paving the way. Uh, for everybody who tuned in today, thanks so much. If you have any questions about the show, if there's anything you want to talk about, like you said, call in, 910-805-8330. You can also email us, info, I-N-F-O, at uprint.life. Uh, we want to invite you to join with us and be a part of the Portable Faith community. This is a small way that you can help us partner, give back to the community. We use this to pour into the lives of those in our city and beyond. It's wakeupmyfaith.com, and you get access to daily encouragement, text, prayer, and, and amazing content. As Kevin mentioned, we've got some awesome endeavors right around the corner. We're launching some new stuff. Um, we're just so jazzed up about this. God's been doing so much behind the scenes. Um, but as I said last week, somebody called last week and said, I heard you say this on the show. They said, you said, get on with it. We said, get on with it. Let's go. Yeah. And that person said, you know what? And they made the phone call. Yeah. And, and we've engaged and it's been mm -hmm. great. So to those listening, get on with it. If you're tired of living stuck, if you're tired of being in this cycle, <laughs> let's go. Come on. Doors yeah, wide open. That's right. It's good. So, Joe, thanks for producing the show today to the Big Talker. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next time.